Mike Woods, welcome back to the show, man. Thank you, my friend. Good to hear your voice. You too, Mike. And uh, I'm glad that uh, you are well, and I trust that everyone around you is the same. Mike, tell us uh, what are we what are we experiencing? You know, most Americans have lost sight of everything, Mike. Tell us about the energy that we're going to have to, uh, I don't know, how's that going to affect the prices going to affect us? Well, right now, today's been an ugly day in the energy market. In fact, all the markets, uh, crude oil, West Texas intermediates dropped below 37. Brent crudes dropped below 40. Uh, a lot of it's having to do, we, we now are, are through Labor Day, so we're through our peak driving season. So uh, gasoline demand is going to go down. Uh, the hurricanes didn't help us any as far as shutting in some refineries, plus they're doing some maintenance, so there's there's no huge demand for crude oil right now. And of course, COVID has shut the airlines down. We're only, uh, you know, about 77% uh, of the traffic has gone away from the airlines. Of course, they consume a lot of uh, a lot of hydrocarbons, so it's... Um, it's kind of scrambling, but it, it's, it has stabilized through the summer, CL. I mean, we were up, uh, West Texas Intermediate was 42, 43, uh, and, and things looked like they were going to really, uh, really turn around. But it's, it's, it's all about supply and demand right now. And then as we go into uh, wintertime, uh, gasoline always gets cheaper because the winter blend is easier to make and cheaper to make than the summer blend, and, and uh, people aren't uh, driving as much. So, um, you know, the good news is in Louisiana, gasoline, regular gasoline is $1.74. Yeah. Uh, which... Yeah, but Mike, Mike, let, let me ask you this though. This is this is though. See, you for me, and and you know, of course, people like you, we we both have a gas, gas, oil interest in Louisiana. You know, as far as that's concerned, you have just painted uh, a, for a bleak picture for the for the the energy uh, industry. But now, Mike, from your perspective, why? Is it a, a fatal blow for us to have someone like Joe Biden as president of the United States? Well, it, it would be fatal for a lot of different reasons, CL. Uh, first of all, increased regulations. Uh, one of the great things that President Trump did, uh, and, and people didn't realize, you know, the Obama administration had put some horrendous uh, methane emission regulations through uh, the EPA on us. Uh, and had Hillary been elected president, uh, those would have gone into effect, which would have basically shut down uh, a lot of, especially smaller operators like myself, because we couldn't afford to to, uh, to monitor methane on a well by well basis. Uh, Biden has already said that that he was going to. Uh, well, he keeps changing his mind. First, he was going to uh, eliminate fracking in, in one debate, and then he said, "Well, he's going to severely restrict it." And now he said, "Well, I didn't really mean what I said." Uh, he's going to eliminate uh, any new oil and gas leases on federal lands and offshore, which would be devastating to Louisiana, uh, because as you well know, we, we have a, a tremendous support system. You know, people don't realize, and of course, the rig count has dropped substantially uh, over the last year. I mean, we've gone from uh, 876 uh, land-based rigs last year down to 240 right now. Wow. Uh, and, of course, with every rig down, you lose about 100 jobs. So wow. you're having a tremendous uh, bleeding effect on, on the oil and gas industry, both service and, and um, um, 
all of the associated uh, industries. And, and it's just uh, those people are going away again. And, and see how this isn't the first time. I mean, you you born and raised here. You've seen it come and go, come and go. Um, the good news is, and as far as natural gas, natural gas is two fifty right now. now yeah. That doesn't sound yeah. like yeah. like a whole lot to a lot of folks, but it yeah. was a dollar fifty not too long ago. Yeah, it is up. Uh, it is up. But uh, still, Mike, it's still in the, it's in the, still in the toilet. <laughs> I was still on the toilet. Yeah, it was $11 a few years ago, so it, it, it's all relative. I, you know, I told a friend of mine the other day, I said, well, can you make it on $40? I said, I'm so excited to see it all at $40 because it was $20 a few months ago, so it, it's all relative. Absolutely right. Now, Mike, most Americans don't understand the inner interconnections, the inner workings of uh, international um, energy as far as they don't understand our connection with the rest of the world. When we look at our situation that we are in as far as energy is concerned, the difference between President Trump and the contender, uh, Joseph Biden, uh, give us what that means to us internationally then or what the implications could be from your perspective. Well, there, there's some huge implications internationally, CL. The first being that a lot of the, the Arab states are bleeding cash significantly. Uh, Qatar's in trouble. Uh, they're all spending more money than, than they're taking in. And, and as we've talked about in the past, uh, the, the Egypt uprising was a result of, of the the younger folks not having jobs. And, and people don't realize in the Middle East, uh, over half of the population is below 30 and they're unemployed. And so as long as uh, uh, Saudi Arabia or Iran or Iraq or, or Qatar or any other nation, as long as they're able to subsidize uh, their their unemployed folks, everything's okay. But when the gravy train ends, uh, you have political unrest. And, and so there, there are numerous powder kegs over there. Uh, that we're sitting on. And, and, and then you look at, at uh, you know, India and China and, and other nations that are large uh, consumers of, of crude. Uh, they like low prices. Uh, so it, it's um, those that produce don't like low prices. Those that consume do like it. So there's, there's all sorts of um, uh, ins and outs. And, of course, the United States, the majority of what we refine is foreign crude because our refineries are all set up to – to, uh, to refine sour crude, which for years, that's, you know, the, the U.S. until uh, the last few years it was, was nowhere near energy independent. And we, under President Trump and his initiatives, we were almost over 13 million barrels a day uh, domestically. That has dropped now almost 3 million barrels a day just in the last few months because of COVID, because of, of the, the drop in the price of crude. Wow. But... Um, Wow, Mike. Let me let me ask you this: in the Middle East, because you got some countries that are just hanging, uh, hanging on by the, their fingernails, and, and uh, low crude prices don't bode well for the future. When we think about and and, and folks, uh, Mike Wood, he, let me tell you something. He he sits on various collegiate boards, you know, and so forth. He he has his finger on the pulse. I'm telling you of what's happening in and around not only our state and Texas, but the, the country and the world. Because he's a businessman. That's what he does. Mike, uh, what I'm concerned about is the indoctrination of our young people. Uh, that I don't know if we're if we continue down this path. I've, I I I'm concerned 
that we won't be able to recover them to a place where you and I grew up in. Uh, this will not, this won't be that place. Christmas, Thanksgiving, none of that. Easter, you name it. It won't be the same, Mike. Are you seeing the same type of effect? I do see some positive uh, young folks out there. I see some positive signs. But what happens if a Kamala Harris and that crowd begins to actually take power? Well, and, and you're seeing it with with a lot of, especially the, the the younger folks that are that are out protesting now and and, uh, and trying to, to tear down our history. Uh, you know, I, I'll give you a great example, CL. I have a, a good friend whose son just graduated from college. Uh, this young man's grandfather was with a major oil and gas company. Uh, he went to school as a result of, of the scholarships that his grandparents set up for him, and and during that four years. He graduated from a, a, a local high school here in Shreveport. Uh, during the four years he was in college, he went from, from one side to the other. And, and now, I mean, I, I, I give the family a hard time. I said, I, I can't believe that your son has become a socialist. And, he said, <laughs> and they both agree that it, it was four years of a liberal college. And, and when, you're, when you're in that stage of your life where you're learning, uh, unlike when you and I were there and, and you had folks that were actually teaching you uh, uh, things and not trying to indoctrinate you but now it's it's strictly an indoctrination process in college and it, it's you're exactly right to be concerned because um, we're teaching our kids garbage in school now and, and they're coming out with huge debts and and they're, they're angry because they can't get jobs uh it, it doesn't it doesn't bode well for the future you know i was uh, thinking when i was uh, i had a, a a professor at lsus dr milton finley in fact he lives down in grand cane not far from from me hadn't i uh, hadn't seen him in a while though but uh, but you know the things that doc finley uh, in, enshrined in my head were differences in and in, in weighing the differences of people's opinions. And I credit him and people like Evelyn Hightower, you know, my forensics and debate coach and those types of people who, who actually, I, I don't see the type of patriotism, uh, the type of love of ideas that you and I were exposed to uh, then being shared. I mean, it's just one way of thinking, Mike, about gas about energy and anything that you and i knew made this country work they're tearing the thought of it down mike not just the institution they're attacking the thoughts uh, from the inside they're tearing it down well you're, you're exactly right cl and, and when you and i were both at lsu shreveport you were encouraged to, to think and, and they encouraged us to, to share ideas and everybody's ideas were discussed that's no longer uh, possible you know if if you are uh, a, a right uh, leaning college student you better not say anything about it because you will be shouted down and, and subject to ridicule and and, and and make bad grades because you, you can't you can't think that way anymore and that's that has changed drastically since uh, the few years since you and i got out folks i wanted you i wanted you to hear from this man on those various uh topics because uh, I want you especially to hear the last thing that he said to you. Now, he's a an oil man extraordinaire, businessman extraordinaire, sits on various collegiate boards. Uh, this is Mike Woods. He said that our thoughts are being under attack. If, if you can't think like that now, or did you hear that? Folks, that's true. They're telling you that you can't 
think like that now. Mike, we got a lot of work to do. Uh, Man, um, God bless you and God keep you. Thank you for all of uh, your support and kind words uh, during the loss of my wife, Mike. And I I, I just appreciate your friendship. And listen, thank you for coming on with me. And if there's anything that... If, if, if there's a parting word that you have to say, you got about two or three minutes, Mike. You got you got the floor. Well, I, I think as we go forward, this election I think is the most critical election that you and I have ever had in our life, and, and I think we've we've lost sight about what it means to be a Republican. And I will tell you, it it, it irks the daylights out of me to see the Mitt Romneys and 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 the McCain family and others attack our president because uh, he is. He is standing up for what is right, and he's he's doing exactly what he said he was going to do. I mean, the first politician in my lifetime, and I'm a lifelong Republican, and here we have a man who said, this is what I'm going to do, and that guy, he's done it. Uh, and, and the folks in Washington, the Beltway, they, they hate him. Uh, they're doing everything they can to uh, uh, to get him defeated from making up stories in the Atlantic. Uh, and it, it's just, uh, it's critical. We've, we've got to get out of vote. But I, I'm encouraged, CL. I was looking at the Zogby poll that said that black voters are now, 14% of them are supporting uh, President Trump, that the, the young African-American voters are, are, are looking at him over Biden. So I, I'm encouraged. I think we're going to win. Uh, and, and I hope that it carries down into Senate races and House races. But we have got to get out and vote because the Democrats are going to try to steal this election in any way they can. Absolutely, they will, folks. Be vigilant. Those were the the uh, the words that Thomas Jefferson left us. If we are to hold on to our freedom and our liberty, we must be vigilant. Mike, thank you for the uh, encouragement and exhortation of the troops out there. Mobilize. Go vote. God bless you, Mike, and God keep you. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. Mike Woods, talk to you on the trail. Thanks for being on with me again, friend. 